what? I'm gonna read. It's a foregone conclusion, Jimmy. It takes 13 milliseconds for the human brain to send a message to the body. So by the time your bullets hit me, my cerebral cortex will have transmitted a signal to the 17 healthy muscles that operate my trigger finger. And before your asshole has had a chance to pucker up, your medulla oblongata will be splattered on the fucking wall behind you. And if that's the last thing I accomplish on this beautiful green earth, well then, ha! I say, ha! What a way to fucking go. Holy shit. Um, all right, cool. So that's two streaming movies straight to stream. Let's talk about movies like maybe people have missed in theaters, one of which is amazing. Yes. Um, uh, so we got The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, The Nick Cage Vehicle, if you don't remember the name. Uh, this came out just after Everything Everywhere All at Once. I was like, man, I'm having a blast at the movies. Like, as soon as, like, after the Oscars, there was like three fun movies right in a row. I was like, this kicks ass. Like, how fun. Um, I mean, uh, amazing back to back. I, uh, I've been waiting for you to see it for like months now. Uh, did you have fun with this? What, what did you think about it? Hayes, people say Hollywood has run out of ideas. <laughs> this flies right in the face, man. Uh, I fucking had a great time watching Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Nick Cage, when Nick Cage is on, it's yeah. some of the most watchable shit. Like, we, we do, we have a black, and the, the, this audience knows it's, or this, this movie knows its audience, oh, yeah. and it's, it's definitely giving you the Easter eggs, and it's leaning into a lot of things that they know that these, like, kind of, people who love Nick Cage or love to laugh at Nick Cage, like, it's celebrating all of that. Like, like Nick Cage Can't is making. I it was in that movie. Well, he's the, the audition. I, I have a list of best bits for you uh, that I, I'm going to ask in a second. But like Nick Cage making out with Nick Cage. Like shit <laughs> no, like yeah, that. <laughs> I know. But it's like the Easter eggs, like all of they're doing. So so we know Nick Cage is going to go for it and he absolutely delivers. But the Pedro Pascal mm -hmm. really the, comes. Yeah, I think he almost I thought steals he was it. fucking awesome. Yeah, he's hilarious. So charming. So fun. It really becomes uh, the, the, the most fun kind of buddy movie since once upon a time in hollywood a buddy like, movie a about time. people creating a buddy movie yeah i mean once upon a once upon a time in hollywood it is kind of comes close but uh to to that sort of theme but yeah i think pedro pascal he's like stealing scenes it's you know you don't know what to expect from him. he's like this drug lord who's like this um fanboy um and and oh god and then he's there's just no way so he's fun. selling that he's like how much did you pay for this sculpture this 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 horrible statue of me is like ten thousand dollars. I'll give you twenty two. It is not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> I can't decide if he wanted to buy it from him to destroy it or to have it in his own home. No, he definitely wanted it for himself. <laughs> yeah, after disparaging it. it, it's such a madcap, fun, just great ride at the movies. You know what I mean? How did you see it? Was it? Is it? I just watched it on. I watched it on uh, demand. So yeah. I, yeah. Five, but, okay, five dollar so, rental. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I've got best bit for you. All okay, right. and and I and I was very thoughtful of this, and I had to eliminate a few. But okay, best bit, uh, the acid trip car ride mixed with the the runaway from the two dudes in the square eating ice cream, uh, <laughs> Nick Cage on Nick Cage making out, or when he's auditioning for that part with the Boston accent. <laughs> the, Those are the three. The 
uh, the whole movie is filled with great bits. The you, you, you mean when he accosts the guy uh, outside of um, that hotel? Yeah, the, the producer uh, and he just starts the going scene. into his audition. <laughs> and he's like, "I don't need you to audition, Nick." And he's like, "Fuck it," he just goes in. And then he comes back later with the fucking audition line uh, when he's was in the shootout. So yeah, that that might be my favorite. I mean, the Nick Cage making out with Nicolas Cage, his like young alter ego who used to make like you know The Rock and yeah, and Nikki. Face Off, yeah, yeah Nikki. That that was such a fun dynamic. I the whole movie. Well, uh, the I guess to pick nits. I mean, the CIA, Ma- <laughs> the CIA. I think they almost ruined it. Yeah, get out of here, Tiffany Haddish. They just sucked all the hold. fun out of it, right? Just by commenting on it too much? Yeah, just every time we have to swivel to the CIA elements, it's it's such a drain. Because you're having such a good time with Pascal and Cage. Just let these like, guys stay on their ass yeah, trip, get, man. You don't need this like espionage element. And I know you're trying to have some fun, and it's like Nick Cage like trying to tap into some of his acting method bullshit to yeah, like yeah. pull this off it's like i see what they're trying to do but it's so less fun than i think they anticipated they thought yeah the the whole i mean i i get the cia angle and he's like undercover and conflicted and that stuff's all all good and necessary but then like his handlers just like suck all the air out of the room because yeah. they're so irreverent and and like yeah. great word yeah i think so Tiffany Haddish was really good. I didn't know much about her. I know she was good at the Oscars. Like she's she's been good as like a presenter or just like a personality. I thought that she was was pretty poor here. Like I think I just did not. Everything was trying way too hard in the performance. I it, I mean it was trying I, I know hard I'm, to to look like you weren't trying hard. I mean it was like uh, just trying to be so nonchalant and off the cuff and yeah, it was uh, trying hard to be cool. Yeah. There's a lot of effort in the coolness. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. That that was the only thing that kind of made it a downer for me. But just everything else is just like turned to eleven. Uh, yeah. So and, and, anyway, let's get let's get back onto the fun. Let's get back onto the fun ride. Yeah, I think this one. You know what this reminded me a lot of was this is the end, the Seth Rogen movie with like Danny McBride and mm-hmm. a Seth, bunch of guys get together and just start having some fun. Jonah Hill and all those guys. Yeah. And it's, but they're playing like heightened versions of themselves. They're playing, they're, they're not obviously just, it's not realism. So they're, they're playing like expanded versions of themselves. Like Nicholas Cage, like, yeah, he, he kind of blows up the, the idea of Nicholas Cage, which is already huge. Like mm-hmm. read Seth Rogen's book. It's first of all, the best read I've had in years. And I know I'm, hitting the hyperbole button here but was seth rogan's book really and he's got this chapter he's got two different chapters on the first time he meets nick cage and he's auditioning for the green hornet and the second time is nick cage asking him to a meeting to accost him about thinking that they stole things from his uh, green hornet audition but it's so (laughs) it's so amazing like it's so nick cage but uh, anyway, so it's like there's just like the legend of Nick Cage just as a person is huge. And then he's playing a heightened version of it. I love that he's in on the joke you know, that he yeah. didn't make this movie as well. And then, you know, uh, <clears throat> perfect example, like he goes on SNL and they do that bit together. Andy Samberg, the, where he's they're two Nick Cage in the cage. Yeah. In the cage. I can't believe I wasn't in that movie. Sam Samberg's so good at that impression. Too. Yeah, <laughs> that movie's opening in Japan in three days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would. Uh, I would love to see it, man. If, if Samberg, if SNL existed today with with Samberg in it, and it, 
bringing Nick Cage on to do like promo for this movie would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I just think he's totally fearless. Like he's just, he's, he's, that's, that's some of the things I admire about like Seth Rogen and, and those guys is like, they make like a lot of bold movies, but I mean, Nick Cage, like no matter what he's in, whether it's something that's really good like this or whether it's something really shitty, like he's, it's just a fucking, uh, a full commitment every time you have to admire that. Yeah, absolutely. He's and all- it kind of comments on it in this movie, right? Yeah. Where it's like, no matter what he, he you get, you get him 100%. I think he says that at some point, yeah. Um, yeah, he's yeah, like, people I, I, comment I on me for work. People comment on me for making movies, but that's what I do. I'm an actor. Like, I make movies. So what What the fuck's the problem? Yeah, what's it? Well, and his his uh, agent is like, well, you're going to get overexposed. He's like, this is my job. This is what I'm going to be doing. I just want to work. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, is cool. And then uh, they wrap it up great. It's just, like, such a nice way to pull that off. Uh, yeah. I think it's, yeah, really, really good one. And then... Um, so yeah, that that's definitely a give it a stream for sure. Give it a stream, absolutely. 